Whoa, hold on. Wait a second now. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I lost my grip. Oh, God. There's some back spray. Oh, okay. There we go. Oh. Dolpho got really excited. Oh, hello. Well, the cans are dented. This has never happened to me before. It's on my phone. I don't like it. Oh, man. She's a foamy boy. I'm not having any problems. We do want a ton of head, right? Like, that's what you're looking for? Like, oh, basically wow. four fingers? <laughs> we got all, uh... Does that not fit in here? All ends of the spectrum here. Yeah. Dolfo is... Dolfo's rocking half a half head. and a half. Adam's got about one finger's worth, and I have almost none. You have no fingers. Yeah, this is interesting. No head for you. No head, no head for you. If you hear some rumbling in the background, that is because we are currently at a brewery. It is closed down. I'm not going to say which brewery we're at. Closed though, we just broke in. It's close. We broke yeah. we, we broke into broke a brewery. We broke in, in, brought our own beer, we're yeah, just we, like we're yeah, recording no. now. We're not gonna make any messes, we'll clean I'm up the for captain ourselves. Now. Exactly. No, I will I will clean up because Yeah, exactly. Well now you're just giving away your secrets. Yeah, I was nope. gonna say because why? Because that is my role duty. Role in this trio. Um right. I either there was a lot in this can or these are not. I mean, it's quite possible glasses. that with your guys' cans exploding that they overfilled them. Also, there's like no carbonation, carbonation or head retention. I mean, my head's retended. <laughs> retended. His head is retended. I need to start writing down episode titles. I mean, I think and, that's the one right there. My, my <laughs> head, head is, is retended. retended. Slowly looking... It, it took a lot of convincing for Nick to get his episode title. I mean, despite the done. fact that it was the best episode title. Not that we've ever had. No, no. No, because now it's been defeated. No. False. We, we, we should have like a little vote at the end of each year. Just like we have our yeasties. Oh. Oh, right. that's a good face. All right, Adolfo. It tastes tell, like nickels. Yeah, tell us what we're drinking. <laughs> that is what I've been having a hard time with. We are drinking... Boardwalk Brewing Cold IPA, a Wall. specialty <laughs> session IPA. Um, How cold is it? It's Moderately. about cold. It's about cold. Um, about I have not had a cold. sip yet because my head is still retended. <laughs> uh, you've, you've had a taste now. You've got a concave. Read, read the back of it for us. So I will. We can know what's going on here. Our best representation of a session IPA, but drier, First off, crispier, drier and what? uniquely quenchable. So right. right off the Is bat, drier and quenchable to me are, are not words that I would ever associate with each other. If I'm drinking a dry beer, it's not a beer that I'm it doesn't quench, quench my thirst. thirst. I no, think when I they're agree. saying drier, they're, they're trying to play off of like... American light lagers, because technically American light lagers are like really dry. Maybe. An exceptional combination of New World hops to enhance the beautiful characteristics Did you say of exceptional? a West... Exceptional. Uh, characteristics of a West Coast IPA fermented with their house lager yeast and dry hop with mosaic cryo hops. And that's where the cold comes from, I believe. The cryo. Uh, the, mm. the cold part comes from the lager yeast. Mm. Cryo, cryo hops are basically, they were a new thing that YCH Yakima Collective, uh, which is a huge hop producer out of the Yakima Valley in 
in Washington. Uh, they, <laughs> it's, it's some sort of, I don't, they've explained the science to me before. I haven't looked too much into it. It's cryogenically frozen hops, so you get more of like the fun bits of the hop and not all the vegetable matter. So mm. it's supposed to hmm. theoretically be better. Interesting. Um, I've never used Can you explain that. again to the listeners what the cold IPA exactly means and why it's a sham? Uh, I mean, it's a halfway sham. I, I do understand what, why you would rebrand India Pale Lager because it might be the worst beer style name of all time. <laughs> um, I just taste nickels. But it's essentially, uh, essentially a, a cold IPA is um, a West Coast IPA or an American IPA for for that matter with lager yeast. So it's a big a big lager yeast. It's a big lager with so it's great West big Coast. Lager. That is what that is what I'm having a really hard time with it, with this beer is you get that kind of lager taste at the beginning mm-hmm. and then almost like an uncharacteristic hoppy resinous that you just don't associate with a lager and I don't think that's a happy marriage to me at least. Yeah, so right. there's something interesting I'm getting from this beer that, like, I get with a lot. Of, I've, I've tried a fair amount of, like, is it non-alcoholic IPAs, and they have this mm. thing where it tastes like... It's kind of hard to explain because, like, chewing on a hot pellet is obviously unbearably terrible, but it's, like, it's almost like you're just getting, like, the pelletized character without getting any of, like, the juicy, like, fruit or resin or anything like that. It's just like an indistinct right. hop mm. note. Mm. And I'm getting a lot of that out of this. Like it tastes like a lot of the non-alcoholic IPAs I've had before. Interesting. Well, I can't comment on that because I've never had a non-alcoholic IPA, but I've had one from Portland. Yeah. Um, I don't remember if it tasted that way. Was yeah. it from Ghostfish? Yes. Well, it's probably much better than all the other ones. Because mm. <laughs> all the other ones are swamp water and deserve to be set on fire. Correct. We still well, need to try it. We do. Gray Fox will be our mm-hmm. next one if we can get it. Gray Fox, we are looking right at you. Sponsor us. Um, <laughs> all right, well, <laughs> should we start a Kickstarter like they did? Yeah, I mean, it worked for them. Should Why wouldn't it work us? for three guys sitting around a microphone? Crazier things have happened. Yeah. I mean, yes, fair. Yeah. OnlyFans well, only exists. <laughs> are we, are, are you saying we're starting OnlyFans? I mean, we could. OnlyFans while we record and drink beer. Yes. Yeah. It's yes. what the people want to see. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Gets the people That's going. what people subscribe to. Yes. Um, I mean, our facial reactions to some of these beers are pretty pretty sex. So yeah. I can't give a yeasty score because I need to give it a chance. Oh, yeah. I'm going to... I'm, I'm going to give it a little bit. I'm, I'm going to get to half and then I'll probably yeah. be able to give you a yeah, decent same. yeasty score. Um, All I'm saying is right now I'm in the ones. Good. The ones. Good. All right. I think this is fucking terrible. Excuse me. But... We'll see. I mean, fair enough. I I all I I only taste pennies. Like well, I, that, I can't I, I mean, can't taste anything. If you're tasting else. pennies, then that's fair. I'm not saying this like you shouldn't say that. No, I know. I just I'm I always try and give any beer we have a chance. As we mm. should. Does okay. Nick have beer news for us? I actually uh, don't. I looked far and wide for oh. last week. Yeah, I even it, looked too. It, it seems like it's been a pretty quiet week in terms of like both national and domestic beer news. Like, there's not a ton really going on. Um, um, we can shout yeah. out, we can shout out, just because I'm looking at the poster right now, we can shout out Women's Day. 
Yeah. yeah. That's, that's happening at Farm yeah. Country March 8th. It's a fantastic um, event. We've went there the last two years and it's been a great time. It's a great event. I'd yeah. love to... Rec- I have yet to go. I'd love to record on site, worse. but yeah. it will be loud. extremely loud. Yeah. But we should definitely get some of the, the females that brewed I mean, the beers. I don't know if she is a regular listener, but Claire from Farm Country both knows things about beer and hockey. Well, her her person listens. Yes. But, um... Hi, Jacob. Hi, Jacob. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, that, that's uh, something to look forward to for yeah. anyone out there. What it's is happening, the date of it? Uh, March 8th. Yeah. I don't know what day of the week that is. I think it's a Saturday. I think so. I would reckon so. Um, um, Katie, the taproom manager at Farm Country. Mm-hmm. March uh, 8th is a she Wednesday. Is, it's a Wednesday. Ooh, okay. She is confident that Farm Country is taking that pink boot off our... Oh, bar talk I don't know about that. That pink boot might be here to stay. So it'd be great to talk to Claire and kind of get her idea on what, uh, or her opinion, I should say, on on their beer and where it stands potentially. But as far as I'm concerned and from what I've heard, last year's Five Rose beer was one of the best ones. So That was the Gorgeous, Gorgeous, gorgeous Girls Strawberry, strawberry shortcake. shortcake Milkshake IPA. Yeah. Yes. Which Alana still talks about to this day and wants Which, to be brought you know, back. So. It, it was, it was a good beer. I can tell you I, I know. That, but I just, I hate milkshake IPAs. But it was I, a good beer. It did I, taste I, like strawberry shortcake, so uh, there's that. This year we're doing a, and by we, I mean Five Roads, because we represent two breweries at this table. Yes. Um, five Roads is doing a... A hazy IPA for sure. Strawberry, again, something or other. I do like that they're not going with a yes. um, sour. That was I feel like that is quite a, a sell. A cop yeah, out. That, you, you told <laughs> you, the people. You all really the sold things. it. Yeah. Um, it's a strawberry something or other hazy IPA. Potentially. Yeah. Yeah. Possibly. Maybe. There could be um, no uh, strawberry. There could be no haze. Who knows? That's true. Who knows? <laughs> It's mystery. Could not even be beer. Yeah, I find exactly. that at these events, though, it's usually like just a tap list of sours. And I'm glad that the last two years, Five Roads has done an IPA of sorts. Yeah. I think they're progressing a lot more in the last like three to four years because I found that when I first got into the industry, uh, a lot of breweries weren't really involving their female staff mm. members. They were just brewing sours and fruited beers because that was the quote-unquote women's beer. Yeah. Which is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. It really is. Uh, I know more guys that like sours than yeah, I do women. Yeah, exactly. And I know women that like hoppier beers than yeah. we do, and we're known to like a hoppy beer. So anyways, uh, I found that like the last three or four years, they're actually like these events are getting much better because they're actually incorporating the female staff members and yeah. they're actually letting them do what they want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's cool, sure. it's cool to see that. It's a great event. Farm Country's done a good job of hosting it. 100%. I think, honestly, I think that's the best women's day like for uh, a, brew, a brewing event. It's the only one that I know of. It's awesome. So. Yeah, and I think so. there's 11 this year. Last year there was eight or nine. I think there's eight. I think so. There's eleven there was participating. Two, two this year. flights worth of beers last year from that. Mm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think Brookswood this year now. Yeah, and that's true. I, who's, who would be the other one? I know Smugglers uh, did KPU, one. Dead Frog did one. Barley, Locali- Barley oh, no, locality. Barley Merchant collabed with someone. Oh, that must be yeah. the, the other one. Yeah. 
Um, you know, produce their own, their, their own beer, but they collab with someone. Someone else. They mm-hmm. do that for something else, too. I think it's cool that there's a big buy-in from the Langley community to this thing. Like, when you go there totally. on the Women's Day Brew it's event, really it's cider. like, it's packed. Yeah. And you have to get there right at opening to get a seat. Otherwise, you're fucked. Yeah. And I think that's... Unless you're industry, because they block out the whole back room. I think that's cool to see. Industry folk. I'm going to try and sneak on over there. Yeah. I'm I'm definitely going to go over there. But yeah, go support your women. Go women. In the beer industry. And just in general. But like, specifically in the beer industry. Because of this. This. Um, do you want to do you want to move on to what I have things what have things you I have things I'm, I'm bringing this up even though I know you guys hate them but we have to talk about it oh God, I, I think it's news I don't know what it is it's let's, LeBron let's, let's, oh I don't want to talk about all it. all right you can have a minute yes I don't need a minute I just think it's I mean despite despite what what you two or anyone really thinks of the guy like I don't like him either. I don't really like him as a player. I just think he's a pompous ass. Well, he is, I, but I, he also broke a 40-year-old sports record that was like in the in the realm of Gretzky's goal record of like some some uh, of the more unbreakable I don't know sports if it's, I don't know if it's out there. I don't know well, if clearly it's, it's not because he just did it. Yeah, exactly. I I don't think and this is not even just like being a, a biased sports fan of like I don't watch basketball I do respect the game of basketball I just don't watch it but that record for Gretzky is like that's unbreakable like there's never going to be a scoring period in the NHL again Ovi disagrees I disagree with you I think Ovi is on are we talking pure points or are we talking about goals goals? okay sorry if we're goals then goals then yes but points like like, there's never going to be anyone that's going to have more career points than Wayne Gretzky like I don't see it even being humanly possible just because of scoring standards, but in the NBA, like there will be someone eventually that will come along. Right? I think with the the growth so? of the three yeah. points, uh, I mean, I just, disagree. Just like they said, the last scoring record was unbreakable and it stood for forty years. I, I do have a question, and this this is the the whole LeBron is the goat debate. Um, the holder of previous record wasn't. Jordan. It was Wilt Chamberlain. Yeah. But Wilt Chamberlain was never considered... No, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Sorry, yes. Kareem. Kareem uh, Wilt Chamberlain is a single game. Yes, correct. Unless um, you're Lisa Leslie. That's true. Kareem was never considered the GOAT. He's, he's always in that conversation he's of being that, like top five to top ten yeah, of all time. but he's never been yeah. considered the GOAT. So for me, it's one of those things where as soon as he broke the record... Everyone's like, this cements him as the GOAT. Well, if Kareem wasn't considered the GOAT, yeah. then yeah. how does that automatically transfer LeBron to being the GOAT? It, it, it doesn't. I mean, some, for some people, sure. I people think it's put a, a lot of subjective thing. A lot of, it sorry, is. I, I was going to say, people put so much weight on, on championships. Yeah, I was also going to say the exact and same so, thing. Just honestly, it's stupid. Like, yeah. yeah, you win a championship, but it's not one player winning. Championship. No. You, you, like, for instance, you see all these big names in the NBA, and some of them are like guaranteed Hall of Famers, like Kevin Durant. Yep. For instance, he's, goes to Brooklyn, he matches up with Kyrie Harden. Irving, and he matches up with uh, Harden, who is also probably both of them could arguably end up being Hall of Famers. Harden more likely than Irving, probably. 
I, don't, I think it'd be ba- uh, reversed there, actually. You think Irving would be the I think more Kyrie Irving is a much pure yeah. scorer, and he's got the he's got the title, and he's got the shot. I think I think right hard. Now. There's a lot. Either way, both of them are possible Hall of yeah. Famers. I, you uh, can make Kevin, an argument. Kevin Durant both. is a for sure Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. And you see them go together, and they don't win a title. So, but that doesn't mean they're not great. Like, so, like, what is like? It's almost like it takes away from saying someone's great by saying they're only great if they win championships, right? I think. I think you have to individual. break the NBA's best ever into almost two different categories. Because I think LeBron might be the best athlete to ever play the game. He's a better athlete than Jordan was. Mm-hmm. Jordan. I don't, even, I don't even think Jordan was like the greatest athlete. Of all no, time. He, I don't even know if he's like top he's ten. But Jordan best was basketball just player. dominant. Best basketball it's, player. His mentality. Yeah. Mentality. He's far and away the number yeah. one of all time. And I think that's where people have that to distinct mm-hmm. a and little basketball? bit. What? Mentality. Mentality. Yes. I'd put Kobe in that conversation. I, and arguably Co- Co- I think a lot of people forget that a lot of Kobe's early years of his career were spent whining and complaining and fighting with Shaq in Have the public. Have you seen The Last Dance? I mean, I don't mean... <laughs> All Jordan like did was whine and bitch and complain about shit. That's true. You gotta yeah, whine he, and complain a little bit. He didn't take it public all the time like Kobe did about Shaq. That was just a, that was like, a bad no, no, That was a matchup out, that they needed each other. He called out Pippen a lot. Bad he marriage. called out Rodman I mean, a lot. He called out Steve Kerr a lot. I'm sorry, but Dennis Rodman deserved to be called out. Tiffany Coates and Scotty Pippen also, like, as much as he was a fantastic basketball player, he was kind of an annoying fuck when he was playing. I'm sure he was. So yeah. was Shaq. Oh, Shaq was Shaq was so dominant. I I grew up watching Shaq and Kobe, and I think Ripping Shaq might have been my favorite. I still think to watch. Shaq has the greatest single season in NBA history. That what? one year. <laughs> Precisely. That, that, one, one, year, that, that one, one year. That one year where he won. That one year where he won. I think it was his only MVP, like season MVP, Fuck, where he won MVP, oh. Finals MVP, yeah, and he averaged guys. like he averaged like something ludicrous, like thirty-eight and like eighteen rebounds. He, is, he was, was just so dominant, and that was like. It, it. It's crazy to me that the NBA has gotten so far away from that. That like your big men now need to be able to shoot threes. Like, just pound it down in the paint, dunk it, and move on. The old pound and dunk. The yep. pound and dunk, you know? I mean, when you have elbows and arms the size of Shaq and you swing them around, <laughs> you, either get, you either get out of the way or you're getting oh, knocked exactly, the fuck right? out. Oh, exactly, right? Like, stop even me or if, I'm scoring. Even if you stay in the way, he's probably going to dunk on you. Oh, man. I was watching some of that HBO Shaq Yeah, how is that possible with the uh, Lakers in 1997? 39.8 points, average a game, 13.2 rebounds. I'm sorry. He, he averaged 40 points he a game? He averaged 39.8. In an entire 8. season? Yeah, and then won the season MVP, and then won the... He's, and then in the finals, averaged... That's got to be, like, one of the most... Average, the highest, like, single season points per game. Yeah, and then averaged 36 in the finals. He is... He was a beast. Was, he was I knew so he was, good. I knew he was Ludicrous. good, but, like, it's so far removed from memory for me. Well, I, I mean, d- I didn't that's realize 1997. That. Yeah, so I was six at the time. So. And then, of course, they won the title. Of course. Anyway, either yeah, either way, I just I, I just I just felt that need to bring up because I, I think digress. it's it's a it's a huge it's a huge story in sports regardless yeah. of what you think of LeBron breaking that points that all time NBA points yeah. record. Personal is opinion massive. aside, I kudos to him. Yeah, I just 
I I personally don't think he's the greatest basketball player of all time. I don't I, either. I also don't. I I wasn't even bringing it up to have a, a no. I know. Oh, yeah. I just I just it was brought up multiple times through like mainstream media where he's the goat, but it's like, well, Kareem had it before. Why is why was he yeah. never considered the goat? I think LeBron's two. I think he's firmly number two. I think he has opinion, to be. But yeah. Um, the one to, thing it's kind of hard to argue. If it is LeBron wins three more titles and surpasses Jordan, is he the goat? I mean, on paper. No, I don't know. I I just think that they're so different. Like when you had Jordan, you could count on him to be your stopper and your scorer and just general playmaker. With LeBron, I don't count on him for all of that. Like if I if I was if I was he's one of the best passers in the game right now though. Yes, but if I was to try and like, if you gave me the option of Jordan, LeBron, and Curry to take the last shot to win a game, I'm taking Jordan every time. Yeah. Well, I'm taking Steph Curry. Are you kidding me? Jordan every time. Best best three point shooter in the world. I'm not talking three. It's just like a shot to win the. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I think, like, as far as LeBron, <clears throat> excuse me, as far as LeBron goes, like, one of the things that I think a lot of people have overplayed throughout his career is his defensive abilities because he gets, like, big blocks, so they're like, oh, he's good defensively. I actually don't think he's He has that. moments. Yeah. It's, it, exactly. But that doesn't mean he you're a moments. good defender. No. It's, no, no, no. Yeah. Which I think is what you're saying. I'm agreeing. Yeah. Um, no. Do you want to continue NBA? Because there, there was some... Massive. I mean, if there's NBA news, you guys can go on with it because I'm probably massive, not going to be able to massive comment trades. on anything. It was so. The, Nick, the, the other day the was craziest the craziest trade deadline. Yes. Ever. The yeah. NBA trade trade deadline happened. The trade line. The trade line. Trade line. And <laughs> it was one of the wildest I think in recent memory. Kevin Durant got traded to the Suns. Yeah, I saw. I mean, I see the big ones. I just fucking haul. There's some names that I see, and I'm just like, I don't. I think an underrated part of that trade is like they got a haul, but the Suns somehow kept D Book, Chris Paul, and well, that was their plan the whole time, right? Like the other guy, DeAndre Ayton. Thank you. Yeah. Um, They're now, I think, the second highest favorite West team behind. Wait, so who did the Suns get? They they got Kevin Durant? They got Kevin, Kevin Durant, Durant and TJ Warren. Who's, who's right, the yeah, throw-in? That was a name I didn't um, yeah. But now you've got Devin Booker, CP3, Aiton, and uh, KD. Like, that is... I so, mean, we'll see if it works. Yeah. But If this, they don't win a championship, that's a disappointment then. I think so. If they don't at least make Devin Booker, it correct me if I'm wrong finals. here, but he's like... Top twenty-five in the NBA right now? I'd say yeah. Oh yeah. He is. He's a very good shooter. CP3 is a very like good top playmaker. Players. And DeAndre yes. Ayton's a good up and coming center. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the, the full trade was Kevin Durant, TJ Warren to the Suns. The Nets got Mikhail Bridges, Cam Johnson, who's been good, Jay Crowder, uh, first round pick in 23, 25, 27, 28, and twenty-nine. It's a lot of first-round picks. I, I don't know. <laughs> the um, lights are going crazy. It was lights ahead of us. The amount of first-round picks that were moved was was yeah. high. I saw some Raptors rookie or younger guy. Uh, I don't know his name. At OG and Anobi. Anobi. Uh, both the Pacers and another team reportedly offered, like offered three, three first-round round picks. Yeah. 
So what was the deal with that? Why would you not send one guy away for three first-round picks? Your guess because is as good as mine. The f- I, I've never even heard of this guy's name. I am okay are, with that. You guys You're are okay with that? I'm okay that they didn't trade him. I would have taken the f- three firsts. I don't think Especially I would. Especially from the Pacers, because the Pacers are not good right yeah. now, right? Like they're, I just, they're like bottom of the barrel in the East, aren't they? I don't, I, they're, they're down there. They're yeah. not good. They're, they're ranked 25th in the, in the league out yeah. of 30. And they, they do have a, like if you finish last, you get the first overall pick. So I, I mean, I, I'm okay with it. I wish they did more, but at the same time, I just, I just like OG so much. So I just didn't want to see him move. I just wanted to see him move because I believe he's a free agent at the end of the year. But there is an argument that they could have gotten Kevin Durant with OG Ananobi and some picks. There's also a report that Kevin Durant told the Nets to go get Pascal Siakam. Mm. So we could have ended up with KD or they could have ended up with Pascal. Yeah. Um, Um, Speaking of the Nets too, and a person we just brought up, Kyrie Irving, also got dealt. To Dallas. He went to the Dallas Mavericks to go play with Luka Doncic. That is quite the duo. It is, even though it hasn't happened yet. Because Luka's hurt. And as we record this, Kyrie tonight, the Dallas Dallas is now 2-0 with Kyrie Irving, and he uh, became only the second Dallas Maverick this season that's not named Luka to have a 25-point triple-double tonight. That's the thing with Kyrie. Is, I wonder if a change of scenery is going to be what he needs to like get away from that whole... Dude, he's had so much... He's, he's, he's just a head case. He that's needs, the thing. He needs a therapist. Like, yeah, I think <laughs> he just he needs, needs to keep, keep his mouth shut and just do his job for a bit. Yeah. He is... Uh, I don't know. He's one of those players where like all the talent in the world, so much baggage comes with him. Is he, is he Antonio all Brown baggage. level baggage or is he less than... I think he's less. Ooh, that's a good comparison. I think he's though. less. Would, would that's he, a good would comparison. Would he pull his dick out? Is what I'm no, asking. but he will no. say some anti-Semitic shit. So yeah, that's pretty mm. bad. <laughs> I actually think I'd I would almost... prefer the dick coming out. <laughs> I think so too. And by I don't I, by actually I mean I would definitely prefer to have one of my athletes pull their dick out than say some anti-Semitic stuff. Yeah, yeah, you can come back from pulling your dick out. You can. Antonio you Brown. Antonio Brown did. <laughs> you can't come back from yeah. being a racist. Yeah. Um, let's just end on the the move the Raptors did make since we are live in Canada. Yeah. So they got uh, Jakob Purtl from the Spurs. Yeah. For uh, Kim Birch, a 2024 first round pick, top six protected, which is key. And a 2023 and 2025 second round picks. Who the hell is Jakob Pertl? So Jakob Pertl was drafted by the Raptors many, many moons ago. Mm-hmm. And then got traded to the Spurs in the Kawhi Leonard deal. Uh, so now they've gone and gotten him back. Sounds he's like just sound a big. Business. He's just a big uh, center. Raptors like length. Like what kind of style are we talking here? He's length. old school, back to the, back to the net. Zydrunas Agaskis style? I'd say so. I'm pulling from he doesn't, the he doesn't have. Yeah. Well, I don't think he has yeah. that kind of jump shot, but yeah. He, d- he doesn't have the little yeah. fadeaway 12 footer. No. He's like a 7 foot 1 center. Yeah. yeah. Big old. Raps lost today with I'm him. I'm actually so kind of happy cool. that you guys remember Big Z. Zydrunas right, well, played Agassiz. the Jazz today, yeah. didn't they? I had a pretty yeah. soft spot for that guy. Big Z? Yeah. Back Most when I actually paid attention to basketball. 
Look at that. Most blown leads in the fourth quarter. They're the like the Canucks. The Raptors with eight this year. And the Rockets are second last last in the league. If I were to have follow basketball again, it would be Rockets and Pacers, just like it was when I was younger, and they were I both would, top five. I would I would go with the Pacers first. The Rockets I mean, I, are hot. I was, right right I was kind of 50-50 The on Rockets are going to be bad for a long time. I was a, a big fan time. of the Pacers because of growing up in Michigan and everyone. Oh, was, yeah. This was when, like, Ben Wallace and Rasheed Wallace and Tayshaun Prince and stuff like that were there. And I couldn't stand Tayshaun. those fuckers. Tayshaun. So I started supporting them, and the Rockets were because of Yao Ming, baby. Big Yao. Um, speaking of NBA trade deadline, mm. it was wild to me how many teams were just like, We'll give you five second round picks for one of your like mediocre players. Yeah, I still don't understand how basketball just like we're just gonna blow up our team and then like rebuild immediately. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't get how they, they structure it's, this. Yeah, it's or, the cap. Or why other leagues don't do that on a more regular basis? Just interesting. Well, the NHL can't because of the the hard cap. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I get that. That's why I brought up the luxury tax thing, which I think the NHL. I think the yeah, NHL was being more conservative in terms of like spending money and stuff like that through like COVID period, which I, I do just, I do understand. I just don't think they get the revenue like an NBA team does. No, no, they don't. No. So they I mean, don't. NBA teams can go I mean, over. There's by a team mil, in Arizona that's playing at a college stadium <laughs> for five thousand people, and they're not even selling that out. So touche, touche. Not unless until they get lost to Matthews next year. There's my. I, st- I still don't even think they'll do that. Most people in Arizona um, probably don't even know who Austin Matthews is. He's from there. Uh, are you pointing to Tarasenko or Boba Shett? Tarasenko. Okay. He was good tonight. He was good Had tonight. a goal in his first three minutes of his – or on his first shift this tonight. He's still I, got the skills. Nice he just pass. can't stay healthy. He or, can't stay healthy. And I think the Blues were just starting to also get very long in the tooth. Like, I don't think they were – they're very good. They're, yeah, they're, they're nearing their window closing of being very bad. Yeah, because I think yeah. with Ryan O'Reilly lately leaving, their best players become Rob Thomas and Jordan Cairo. I mean, that's not It's not awful. Too, Jesus. Well, folks, we've had our first beer spill on the I podcast. I can safely say that your uh, tables don't retain liquid on top of them. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Well, all right. I'm going to grab some napkins. I'll be right back. Yeah, and the mic is, well, the, the bass is wet. It's all about that bass. I'm just going to keep recording, and yeah, we'll, we'll just edit this out moving, later. Moving on. Um, I think Terry Sangle has the skill. <laughs> Grabs the whole bag. He still knows where they are, so that's nice. I mean, where are we? We're nowhere. Exactly. I don't know where anything is. We're, we're nowhere to be found. Um, Terry Sangle still has the skill. I think St. Louis just doesn't have the players anymore. And a change of scenery yeah. is the right thing for him. And I think New York's the place to go succeed. So. I do like that, those Dem Rangers. Uh, I'm going to pull up St. Louis's cap friendly real quick just to see what kind of space they're in now. Since they, since they made that trade, they retained 50%. Yeah. And his contract's up at the end of the year, so. His contract's up at the end of the year. They actually, they have no, oh, Okay. Here's a list of the UFAs for the St. Louis Blues going into next year. Uh, Ivan Barbashev, uh, Sammy Blaze, who they just received in that trade, uh, Noel Achiari, and uh, Logan Brown, who? Al- 
Yep. Alexei Toropchenko. Yep. Toropchenko. Josh Levo. Tyler Pitlick. Canuck legend Josh Levo, I might add. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tyler Tucker. Thomas. Who are these Thomas players? Thomas Grease. Ryan O'Reilly is a UFA next year. And uh, that other guy, Scott Perunovic. Jeez. Yeah, Ryan O'Reilly, because like Ryan O'Reilly is getting paid 7.5 this year. And he's gone at the end of the year. Uh, what do you give, uh, what do you give Ryan O'Reilly in a new contract if you are the Blues or uh, just any team? If I'm the Blues, I trade him. I think they're kind of in the same position as the Canucks where they have to move him to get whatever assets they can get back. He's looking to go get another cup before he retires. Mm. You want to know where I think he's going to go? Las Vegas. Nope. Is that where you think he's going to go? That's where I think he's going to go. I think he's going to be a Maple Leaf by March 9th. Okay. By March 9th. All right. Third. (laughs) March 3rd. But yeah, March 9th, if he's traded by the 3rd, he will be a Maple Leaf. True. Um, Interesting. Why the Leafs? Um, they really need a, they really need center depth. Okay. Um, I know they've been in talks about, they've looked at Jonathan Taves, which obviously Chicago would have to retain because Toronto's cap in cap hell. Um, I just think, I don't know why anyone would want to take on Jonathan Taves at this point though. He's having a a good year. Yeah. On a bad team. Yeah. But like. I mean, when you have literally no one else to score, someone's got to do it. Yeah, I think they're just looking for that that third-line center depth that can help in the playoffs, and I think someone like Jonathan Taves can help in the playoffs, and I obviously Ryan O'Reilly can help. I can't believe we've arrived to a time where Jonathan Taylor, Jonathan Taves is now a third-line center. Were you about to say Jonathan Taylor I was. Thomas? No, Jonathan Taylor. Nine knees, heart throb, um, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> JCT. Um, where That's Jonathan Taves is now, tonight. now a third-line center. Like For me, he's always been that Top line center for the Chicago Blackhawks that's destroyed the Canucks in the playoffs. Yeah, but now yeah. he's that's he's, he's, he's far cry from well that. past his prime. Um, speaking of the Maple Leafs trading for someone, I saw a tweet from a Twitter that said that uh, they are interested in one Tyler Myers. Who is who the is Maple Leafs? Yeah, they're interested in any um, defenseman that can. Can I? Yeah, can much. we send them Tyler Myers in a and nice just, gift just package? Walk away. You don't even have to give us anything back. Send him like Moses. <laughs> put him in a basket and put him down a like, river. He's just going to show up at your door and he's going <laughs> to yeah. be like, I play for you now. Yeah. You gave up nothing for us. I don't think they can even afford him I don't on, think so on, on the cap. Well, we'll retain all of his salary. <laughs> wow. That's, for this year. That's a bold move. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Smart? I think eh. Patrick Alvin is already in hot water. and Well, maybe not hot water. I don't but, think Alvin's in hot water right now. Yet. I think it, it remains large to be seen what happens at the deadline. I don't know how the Maple Leafs are going to do anything, because I just looked I, at their cap friendly, and their current cap space is $296,000. Is and, William Nylander not a UFA at the end of the year? Uh, they have a lot. They have Alexander Kerfoot, Pierre Ingvall, David Kampf, Michael Bunting, Wayne Simmons, <laughs> Zach Aston Reese. No, William Nylander's got two more years at 6.9. Oh, okay. Okay. That's a very nice contract, may yeah. I say. Yeah. The, one of the best ones they have. You know what? We'll give them Tyler Myers. They can give us William Nylander. Hontas Holmberg, Justin Hall, Jordy Ben. Hall's not good. I completely forgot they had Jordy Ben, so. 
Me too. He hasn't played. Anyway, like, what are you gonna do with three hundred thousand dollars in caps? That's literally nothing. I think if anyone's in hot that's, water, that's, I think it's Kyle that's Dubas. That's salary for salary trade, is what yeah. that is. Yeah, if precisely. That. Kyle Dubas is in hot water. Um, let's shift quickly to Toronto. Bobuchet, real quick, avoided arbitration. They signed. Blue Jays. This is the Blue Jays. I was going to say, about. why do I not recognize this name? Because mm, we're talking like about baseball I now. I don't pay attention to the old stick ball. Um, yeah, the Blue Jays avoided uh, arbitration with Boba Shett, signed him to three years, $33.6 million. Per year or overall? Overall. Overall. Okay. So right. 11 million. As far as baseball contracts go, that's that is very cheap. pedestrian. Yeah, yeah, I know. That sounds, um, that, that's why I asked if it was per year. Baseball. I'm curious why they didn't give Vladdy Daddy a longer contract than the one year. I think they're... Unless Vladdy Daddy's waiting to get to really cash in. Yeah, maybe that. So, uh, I'm a bigger Vladdy fan than I am Bo. I think they're both good, but I, I, Vladdy's just so marketable, you know? I I like that Vladdy. The Vladdy Daddy. Shall we yeasty? I mean, Nick... Dumped his beer. <laughs> What's left of your? I dumped half of my beer. Yes. Do you want a thing? Yes. Uh, I do. Priority Easties. I'm gonna start talking about this as they both walk away because I'm gonna be the one that's talking more about this than these two, anyways. Uh, soccer news. Football. Uh, Let's go. Yeah, I used to talk. No, I'm actually going to talk about the other side of Manchester. The good one. Uh, false. Uh, let's go with some sort of IPA if you're picking. I'm going to have a fucking seizure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, sure. Do you like uh, it? Anyways, uh, so Manchester City, uh, they went from in the. 2000, I think it was 2011 to 2012 time frame where they got bought out. Uh, they got a lot of money infused, and since then they've basically been either winning the league or challenging for it and challenging for uh, Champions League trophies and so on and so forth, blah, blah, blah. Um, blah, blah, blah. The soccer, soccer, soccer. European board, I don't remember the exact uh, acronym for them, was trying to... EB. It's in the game. Uh, (laughs) Was trying to catch them for financial fair play rules being broken, which financial fair play in uh, soccer or football um, is more or less basically like a salary cap of sorts. You can't just go out and buy people all you want. You have to show that you are actually making a certain percentage of revenue to be able to justify that spending. Uh, and it kind of almost levels the playing field between teams that are owned by, you know, oil sheiks and people that are clubs that are owned by, you know, just the pedestrian millionaire. Um, pedestrian millionaire. <laughs> That's us. I wish I was a pedestrian millionaire. Uh, I mean, honestly, when you see a millionaire versus someone that's an oil sheik, big difference. Anyways, uh, there was a statute of limitations with that. They weren't able to get brought statute. up on a... Statute. That's what I said. You said statute. I said statue. We'll listen to I this recording. I heard reco- statue again. Well, I heard statues. We'll listen to this recording later, and then I'll tell them they're wrong. <laughs> uh, they weren't able to get charged because it was outside of the statute statute of limitations. Uh, however, <laughs> the Premier League does not have a statute of limitations. 
Uh, so they're looking at, uh, to charge Manchester City with financial fair play rules, which uh, has three main implications. It's either going to be a, it's probably going to be a big financial fine, but for a club that's owned by billionaires, who the fuck cares? Uh, it might be a points deduction, which would take them out of the title race. Not that they're really in it at this point. They're in second, but they're kind of off the pace. They're allowed to do that? Just deduct points yep. from That's your table? Wild. Yeah, it's happened in huh. uh, Italy in the past. There was match fixing, and they relegated teams into the second division because of match Good. fixing. Interesting. Yeah, so they, they don't mess around. And then there's also another implication of if they're found... Uh, guilty on all of these financial fair play rules, uh, they will get relegated back into the second division of English football, which will be the first time since Yikes. like 2007, I believe, since they've been in the second division, huh. uh, which would really, really fuck them up. Which honestly, like if they're breaking all the rules, would it fuck them send up? a message? Yes. A lot of players will leave. Mm, okay. It, I'm just thinking like if football, you... Football, so- soccer is just as much about money as it is about ego like some of these players like you could pay them hundreds of millions of dollars to play in the second division of english football they're not going to go there they want to go play for real madrid they want to go play for barcelona they they want to go play for manchester united they want to go play for big names like they want to boost their own ego and their own legacy and they're not going to do that in the second division so i was just thinking like that would would really fuck with that second division because like if none of these players I mean, they'll leave... Get, they'll bounce right back up. Yeah, but they're Regardless just going to annihilate a bunch starting, of... Yeah, even if their starting lineup all leaves, they'll bounce back up, right? Yeah. That doesn't seem fair play for the non-good teams. I mean, three teams get promoted. Soccer those would be one, fair. Those would be That's one of fair. them. Uh, and then the other piece of soccer news, uh, my fellow American, uh, Christian Pulisic, who currently plays for Chelsea... Uh, in the English Premier League, it sounds like he's going to finally be leaving the club. Hmm. And going to the White Caps? He's, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> he's been rumored to, uh, to leave the club for a while now. He's been linked with uh, a lot of other big names, Manchester United being one of them. Ooh. There's no definitive link yet, but Boo. I think he would fit in with the system. So we'll see. But you he's you make him fit um, yeah. if he wants yeah. to come. Yeah. While he's we're good. on the old foot and ball. Are you going to talk about Vancouver FC? Langley? No. Oh, that's what I was going to talk about. Um, Vancouver FC, based out of Langley. Wouldn't that be Langley FC? Well, it's like, like the Vancouver the Giants. Vancouver who are Giants. Giants. I'm just being, um, I'm being an asshole. Going just back. saw this quite briefly, so you being the soccer man. He is. Um, soccer, not football. I'm, I'm going to put that women's, over there. Women's can, uh, the women's men's. national team. It was men's. No, women are striking. I thought it said men's. Unless they're all striking. Maybe it's just. I, I don't soccer. know anything about I think it's the men's Canada, national team, but in general. Uh, w- the women's team is looking for salary, salary increases, basically, oh, so which that must be you know fair. Yeah. Uh, I don't often say this in a good connotation. It I usually say too, right? it in jest to make fun of America, but the women's national team in, in the United States recently did this. Excuse me. Over the last like two and a half, three years, and they ended up getting a positive result out of this. So, and I, I do think that the Canadian national team system is a lot more progressive than the U.S. national team system, which Shocking. surprise, surprise. Uh, so, I think this will end up in fair wages for them, as it should. I hope yeah. so, because like they win, they, they're actually challenging for World Cups and 
and trophies. Well, which they was, won a world Which was cup. the point yeah, that I was going to bring up. Like, yeah. They're actually successful, whereas is, your men's national team generally ranks from like 40 to a 100. Yeah, which is the point that I wanted to bring up was the women's national team has for a much longer time sustained quality soccer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And have won medals in the Olympics, either bronze, silver, or gold. I mean, they the World also Cup. supplied a, a sports icon in your country. Yep. Well, Local. technically my country now as well, but mm-hmm. Christine Sinclair. Yep. Um, and Synonymous with the game here. And I personally have watched more of the women's national team than I have the men's, solely because they've just been better. Yeah. Like why? Like the men's soccer team I mean, it's national. Fun to team, watch someone win. It's not fun to watch well, someone exactly. lose. Like fucking eight zero to what was it? Honduras that they lost to eight zero. Probably. Yep. Like the yeah, men's national Honduras. team yeah. has only now come onto the circuit. Essentially, like this is where they've yeah. been known. They've got Alfonso Davies. They have a couple other good guys. Finally made the World Cup. Did nothing. Yeah. But like literally, they, they have just begun their ascension into the mainstream whereas like the women have been doing it forever yeah some people have said that the men's team was a revival but it's not even a revival because there was nothing to revive yeah they've been it's shit forever. been terrible forever <laughs> it's a renaissance is what it is mm-hmm. like it's the first time that this pro- uh, program has ever been good and somehow they're making more than the, the women's, women's team were better which wins consistently I would be willing to bet money that the women's national team bets, beats the men's I, would oh, not, I, I honestly would not be surprised. That's an interesting comment. I don't know about that. I'd be, <clears throat> I'd be willing to yeah. bet. Not a substantial amount of money. Because I'm not a lunatic. I don't There's like just, to bet my money. I didn't lose it. But like, I'd put 20 bucks on them beating them. The, men's are, the men are just faster. And that's not trying to be sexist. It's just, it's just how sure. It but I mean, that was, it'd be same if the women's hockey team. Are you saying Atiba Hutchinson is faster <laughs> than literally anyone on on this planet? I want to see a race. False. I want to see a race between Christine Sinclair and Atiba Hutchinson. I want to see a race between Christine Sinclair and Alfonso Davies. Well, that's well, a that's not that's not the match. Well, he would be on the team. No, he'd be. Kind yeah, of. well, Christine Sinclair is at the end of her career, and Alfonso Davies is the fastest man alive. Exactly, he alone would. But here's here's the other thing too is speed was their calling card going into the World Cup. And look what that and did to them. Croatia destroyed them with just solid technical play. And that is one Speed's thing the women also have not for sure. Like, no, technically not. they are sound. Anyways, I'm hoping this works out well for the women. I just saw it right now and uh, wanted to see if you had any thoughts I, I, on it. I think it will. I like I said. This ended positively for the women's national team in the States, and Canada is far more progressive Go Canada. Uh, in that kind of stuff. So I, I think this will end positively for the women's national team, and as it should. Yeah. Um, very quickly, we didn't deal with it earlier. We kind of touched on it and then just moved on because he spilled his beer. The Yeasties. Yeasties. Yeah. Where do you land, Nick? Well, I'm going to give it the same... Easties as its alcoholic percentage, which is outside of the range for a cold IPA, a 4.5. Like, it's a decidedly average mid, beer. Hmm. Mid one might say. I'd say it's a decidedly terrible beer, if I can be blunt. Yeah. You I'm giving be. it one yeasty. 
Ooh, the old one. Okay, we have to. It is the worst. We have to find another one that. It is, is the worst. worst beer we've had on the podcast. So uh, I'm gonna go I'm ahead and give it a, a five. I'm sorry, Boardwalk. You, you like it worse? Or you like it less than the uh, North Carolina Blood Orange Weed Ale? Considerably less. Or blood Orange pa- was it a Pale Ale? Yeah. Weed Ale. Weed Ale. Weed Ale. Considerably less. Interesting. All I tasted was pennies the entire time I drank it. So, I, I will say. My one problem with this is if you're going to go along with the cold IPA uh, wankitude and change over, <laughs> at least commit to it. Like, 4.5%, that is an India Pale Lager. Like, you're brewing an India Pale Lager and you're calling it a cold IPA. Like, don't, don't just, like, dip your toes into the wankitude. Just dive head in, all right? Like, commit to it. Yeah, That's commit to the wankitude. So commit to the wankitude. Um, special. I I went five. You went five, beer. right? I went five solely because I finished my pint. And I if, would have finished my pint. You know, mm, yeah, I did not finish my pint. But I spilled I half dumped of it. it. Out. So. Um, not a style that I'd go back to, personally. I just, give me a cold IPA, but not yeah. the wank wank marketing. Just <laughs> give me a cold IPA. Like like temperature. Yeah, just like a temperature. Nice crisp. It's a nice yeah. crisp yeah. IPA. I think this would actually be better if it was higher alcohol because there would, warm. there would be well, that as well there'd be more body to it as well yeah, yeah. I just found it to be a little bit thin uh, I found it, it, like it does say dry and I do get the dryness but I don't find it quenching which I, I didn't find said it right dry, off the bat I just found it thin I found it dry yeah anyways moving on yeah what do you want to move on to NFL predictions yeah I mean what do we have to choose from well, you, we have. I said we we're going over all of our predictions because all the awards. You said, came "What up. do we want to move on to?" Well, That's hold on. Also, I just like our, all our listeners to get used to this uh, kind of jumping all over the place. With the lack of football coming up, we're going to be jumping yeah. all over the place. Like our thoughts are just going to be rapid fire, and this is just kind of our everyday life. So yes, I have welcome. also gotten a couple comments. I meant to add, tell you guys about this off air, but whatever. I have gotten a couple people that have said that they really like the long episodes. I was thinking like an hour and no, a half. That's actually surprising. An hour and a half, holy shit! And people were like, "I'm digging the long." Like Maybe they, it's they people, throw it on on a drive in and this like, area. Yeah, they I sit think, on Highway One, which is literally not a highway. It's the worst thing on the face of the fucking we, earth. We had this debate in the office today, it's and uh, it is a highway. Two two lanes between <laughs> Chilliwack and fucking Langley. Like, it connects get, you to the rest of Canada. Not for long. Get fucked. Uh, yeah, what, 22 years? Still. There was supposed to be a SkyTrain station in fucking Langley 10 years ago. Like, get fucked. Get it's fat. not a highway. I am more passionate about this highway system here Apparently. than I am about cold IPAs. Get fucked. Wow. Coming yeah. from the States where, like, a highway is, like, five lanes... Four lanes. It's called a freeway there. If if there's one thing the states do well, it's called a highway. No, it's called a freeway. There are two different things. What is the freeway and what is the highway? I don't know. I don't know what a freeway is. I'm not. You're from the states. They're literally all called freeways over there. No, I five is a highway, which goes from like the no. It says I five. It's called I five freeway. I'm gonna get angry. It's it's a freeway. Nick's getting heated. I didn't realize it was so passionate. Huh. I didn't know I didn't know Rhodes was gonna come up in yeah, this entire fucking conversation. Right, anyways. You said they like long episodes, so we started speaking about Yeah. You like long ways. episodes, you now get road talk. Roadhead. Uh, uh, they wish. <laughs> Interstate five is a major north stout north south. North stout. North south. Wow. <laughs> Route of the interstate highway system. Get fucked. <laughs> 
I also was talking about the wrong highway, but... Okay, what's the difference between a highway and a freeway? I don't have a fucking clue. Okay, can you tell me, please? No, I'm going to. Yeah. That's the difference. Um, do, you, do you both have your predictions that you predicted? So you can, for next I'm year? I'm sorry, what? For NFL. For next year? For, like, Sunday? No, for this. What, what is we, this? What we predicted, because all of the... Oh, yes. The, the standings are done, and all, oh. the, all the awards came out. Fuck me. The only thing... I put it in the group chat. The only thing we don't know is who's who's winning, who's who's won the Super Bowl. I mean, uh, you and you uh, both. (laughs) (laughs) Can you spit it out already? I don't know what you're trying to say here. You both can vouch that... um, you both speak on the group chat more than I do. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I know I, that you. I read get the, the group gray chat. check marks a lot because Adolfo has read it, and then like ten hours later, I see two blue check marks. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I got mine. Okay, good. Okay, wait, to wait. Help, yeah, highway please. freeway. Yeah, we need this. Uh, the Canadian Oxford <laughs> Dictionary defines a highway as a main road, especially one between towns and cities. A freeway, according to the dictionary, is equivalent to an expressway, which. It defines as a highway for fast... What? That sounds like the same thing. Oh, my God. A highway for fast-moving traffic, especially in urban areas. So, literally... Okay. Essentially, a freeway is a highway inside of a big city. Like, once it crosses over the borders into, like, a metropolitan area, then it's a freeway. So, like, L.A., essentially. Or Toronto. Hmm. But if it's like from city to city, it's a highway. I like my definition better. Mm-hmm. But anyways, I digress. Or you know, I digress. All right. Uh, Let's move on to something. Not we are going to. So the NFL awards came out uh, yesterday, yesterday as we record this. I didn't even um, see them. So we. Uh, I have we, a bone to pick with the awards, by the way. Well, let's I was, talk. About I was it. wrong on. Probably all of them. I haven't seen them yet, but I'm just going to guess I was wrong on all of them. That's interesting then. Um, So yeah, we have our predictions that we're going to go over. We have the final standings predictions. There's some interesting ones. Yeah. And yes, I'm going to gloat about the Jags. Uh, As you should. We have, yeah, the regular season award winners right now. And we can talk about all of our playoff predictions minus the Super Bowl winner. Because as we record this, it is a Friday night and the Super Bowl is in two days. Yes. Um, let's start. You you had a bone to pick. Let's start with the awards then. Or do you want to go regular let's, season let's do, standings? Let's do awards first. Okay. So to me now, I want to I, I hear what he thinks who actually won the awards because he hasn't. I, okay, who yet. won I'm going in blind. MVP? I don't, I don't know. Probably Mahomes? Yep. Okay. okay. Yeah. okay. So my bone is that. I was going to say either Hurts or Mahomes. But should Hertz be was injured for Hertz multiple weeks. The I mean, MVP should be a QB award then, because it's I only agree. QBs that win it. Yeah. So just strictly I, say I, I quarterback of the year. Yeah, I think it's super I well. fully agree. Yep. I found that super annoying. Like somehow, Burrow got more votes than JJ, and I think JJ was the MVP of the Vikings. I mean, you could argue Burrow was as well, but he had Chase. And I mean, Chase where had did a great Cooper year. Cup finish in MVP voting last year? He didn't win it, did he? No. He didn't even, he got, I thought he didn't had, even get a first place vote. Yeah. yeah. And he had literally the best season a wide receiver has ever had, arguably. Obviously, extra game, so. Up there. Yeah. And didn't win it. So, like, yeah, to your point, 
It's stupid. Like, so why, he won, why, even, why even have separate? He, Cooper Cup won Offensive Player of the Year that year, which is what Justin. Which is also ironic because if you have MVP and you're an offensive player, shouldn't you also win Offensive Player? Yeah. I understand separating them. I get that. Yeah. But it's just. I think that's what you should do. I don't stupid. think it should any like it shouldn't be the MVP anymore. Quarterback of the year. Yeah. And offensive player of the year. That way, people it's, would still put more weight on quarterback. Yeah, literally, like it. It means the most valuable to their team, and uh, yeah, Cooper Cup was the most valuable player to his team that yeah. year. I agree, and so where where I go is if uh, if Pat if the Chiefs didn't have Patrick Mahomes, they would not be a playoff team. I mean. But if the Vikings the didn't have Justin Jefferson, I think they would, would still have. be a playoff team. Uh, Chad, like, I think Chad, you could also make the argument, too, if the Chiefs didn't have Kelsey, yeah. I don't know that Mahomes would be as good. He relies on him pretty heavily. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he also just... I also think Kelsey should have gotten MVP votes. I don't think he did, but I think mm. he should have. Not over Mahomes. Are we recapping, not, no, 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 are we recapping what we picked at the beginning of the year? Yeah. We will, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. I'm um, curious. Yeah, I just it, – it, I yeah, it's a – I agree, though. It should be just a quarterback yep. award. Yeah. Um, um, who did you pick for your MVP? I picked Josh Allen. I took Justin Herbert. As did I, yeah. I yeah. picked Justin Herbert. Very wrong. Always. Which, quite honestly, like, Justin Herbert had a really bad first third to half of the year, but – I went back and looked at his stats the other day, and they weren't were, even that bad. They, they were, were they were really good actually. Yeah. Like this is a bad year to his standards, but still a very good year. Otherwise, he's, he's gonna have a good year next year. Yeah. Oh, I mean, if he's, so. if he's healthy, he's gonna bounce back, and the Chargers could be very good, especially with the change at offensive coordinator. So. Offensive player of the year. Uh, am I picking who it was or who I picked? Both. Both. Tell uh, us who you picked first. Offensive player of the year. I'm pretty sure you guys just told me who it was, and it's Justin Jefferson. Yep, correct. That would have been my guess anyways, because he deserves it. Uh, I picked Jonathan Taylor. Oh, boy. Yeah. I, like I said, I was wrong. On, I think I'm wrong across the board here. Uh, I only got one right, and it was Justin Jefferson. I picked him for I also, Offensive Player of the Year. Actually, I, took Justin I, I feel pretty confident about my defensive rookie of the year. It's uh, 50-50, actually. Which is the best I feel about any award that well, I did. Defensive um, player first. Who do you got? You got DPY? Uh, who did you have? Uh, defensive player of the year, I had Nick Bosa. So you got that right. Yeah. Okay. Um, I had Micah Parsons, who did not get a single first place vote, which I think is ludicrous. I had Miles Garrett. Um, but I had Nick Bosa right there in my parentheses as my runner-up. Did runner you guys up. see the interview with uh, Micah Parsons, by the way? No. no. He's salty. No, not about the award. There was just some random interview where oh, they were asking nothing. random questions, and they asked him something about uh, what is something that not many people know about you. And on live television, he told everyone he has a foot fetish. Huh. <laughs> All right. So I just want to throw that in there. Cool, cool, Spice cool. things up a little. Guy likes toes. Anyways. Um, all right. <laughs> offensive rookie of the year. Uh, <laughs> offensive rookie of the year. Uh, I had Brees Hall. I have no idea who won this. No uh, fucking clue. Someone on that same team, actually. Um, I had Kenny Pickett. I had Alec Burks. Not Alec Burks, sorry. I had Trey Burks. Which, yeah. Good pick. Uh, it was Garrett Wilson. 
Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say that the rookie class this year. Yeah, Garrett off. Wilson's going to have a good year with Aaron Rodgers. Their offense was particularly year. stacked. Was, there was a lot of parity there. There was. There's a lot of good lot weeks of, for some of them, yeah, and then but like not a consistent no. good year. Um, defensive then, rookie of the year. I had Trayvon Walker from the Jags. You had Trayvon. I had Aiden Hutchinson. I think it's my guess. Uh, it was that it was um, uh, Sauce Gardner. I had Sauce Gardner. And Sauce. you would be correct, yeah. sir. I assumed Sauce would win it. Where, where did Hutchinson finish? I didn't see the votes for that one. I didn't really pay attention. To I would ass- if he didn't finish second, at least that's. I mean, honestly, like one of the best rookie seasons for a defensive lineman in NFL history. So. He should have won it, but let's see. Coach Staley. of the year, NFL. Yeah, I had Brandon Staley because I thought the Chargers were gonna have breakout year. Okay, who'd you have? Coach of the year. Yeah, uh, Nick Sirianni, who should have won. I had I finished number Dan one. Dan Campbell. Oh yeah. Who nice. ended up winning? I believe it was Debole. Uh Brian Dable for the Giants. Yeah. Okay, I was gonna say either. I would say the three that I. Would have picked to actually win it were Peterson from the Jags, DeBull from the Giants, and Campbell from the Lions. I think if the Lions made the playoffs, they probably mm-hmm. would have. I think I almost think if Peterson should have won it. Who? I mean, Peterson. relative to expectations, the Jags and the Lions wildly exceeded. Like a, oh, lot, yes. a lot of people actually saw like the Giants possibly making a playoff run. Yeah. No one other than this wanker here thought the Jags or the Lions were going to make the playoffs, let alone have a winning season. Yeah. Uh, comeback player of the year. Yeah. I was also way off on this one. I will say asterisk because I picked Jameis Winston, and we, well, did, yeah, talk, we, did, we did talk about this on a prior episode where he came out and commented about it where he lost his job due, due to, to injury. Due to injury, and yeah. he came back, and he was healthy, and he lost his job. Uh, Aiden uh, Hutchinson got three first place votes. Sauce Gardner got 46, wow. and Tariq Woolen got one. Okay, so he finished second, basically. Yeah, he did. Okay, fair enough. I, I don't think it should have been that big of a difference, but, you know, fair enough. Uh, either way, I lost my train of thought here. Uh, James, James, James Winston. Like, I still don't think if he won that job back when he came back from injury, I still don't think he would have won no. camp, comeback player of the year, so I will say that. But... Yeah. Who did you have? Uh, that one was interesting. I had Christian McCaffrey. Uh, he ended up getting 12 first place votes. Okay. What I thought was interesting was um, that Brian Robinson didn't get a single first place vote. Oh, yeah, that's true. And I thought for sure he was going to win it. Yeah. I had I mean, AJ Brown. Ooh. Who won it? Uh, Geno Smith. Geno Smith. How is he a comeback player there? Because he came from being absolute hot doo doo backup. Yeah, because he came back. He came from being a backup. Yep. yep. To being a good starter. That, that's not coming back from anything. He, he didn't come back from anything. He came back from being. Isn't isn't comeback mean like you left at some point? He, he did. He, he did, left he the starting leave. position. No, comeback. Comeback means he left and he went and sat on the bench. No, comeback means yeah. You so a, he came back from the bench. He came from, <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, I guess like you had a pretty like, very liberal. <laughs> you had a bad previous year. Yeah, whatever. The top three in that voting, yeah, I'm, Christian McCaffrey, I'm just for the who I thought should have got it, and Saquon Barkley got. You're not the first person that brought that up though. Another chat of mine was was going off on how comeback should just be. 
feel I mean, good story or it's an, it's an argument of the same ilk of like having yeah. a quarterback of the year or an MVP like yeah. Termin- terminology means it's a lot loose. to sports uh, it's very loose. is that that's it for those that's it for those alright yeah I wanted to quickly go over because I think the standings were interesting because I think a lot of us had we were off on a lot of them no, I think we were on all, like not not the actual records, but where pe- where they finished. Though. Where I they didn't finished? Keep my records. Um, okay, so do you want to go? So f- I'll start it off. AFC East. I had the Bills finishing thirteen and four, Dolphins nine and eight, Patriots seven and ten, and the Jets four and thirteen. Yeah, um, I mean the Bills, the Bills and the Bengals records are not. 17 games because of the DeMar Hamlin thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it shows they're 13-3, and three, but they could have easily been 13-4. and four. Yep. I also had them 14-3. and three. I had the Patriots 9-8, and eight, and they were 8-9, and nine, so it was close. I had the Dolphins 9-8, and eight, which they were. And I had the Jets 3-14, and 14, <laughs> which they did not. What yeah. were they? 7-10. Seven seven and and ah, fine. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I predicted the only record I distinctively remember is the, the Jets, and I'm pretty sure I predicted them 3-14 and 14 as well. Mm. But that division I had, I didn't have any records written down for this. I just had Bills first, Patriots second, Dolphins third, Jets fourth. And I do remember uh, thinking the Patriots and Dolphins would be within a game of each other. So there you go. Um, AFC North? AFC North, yeah. I had Ravens winning the division, which didn't happen. (laughs) You don't say. And then Bengals second in a wild card spot. And then Steelers nine and eight. I got their record correct. And Browns five and twelve. I I had the Bengals winning it at twelve and five, Ravens eleven and sixteen. Sorry, eleven and six. Eleven and sixteen. That's a long. Steelers at nine and eight, and the Browns at three and fourteen. Yeah. So we both had the Steelers right. Nice. I didn't have any faith in the Steelers this year, and I thought the Browns were going to be okay. I had Bengals uh, first, Ravens second, Browns third, Steelers fourth. Mm -hmm. I mean, granted, the the Steelers did. Come on, very strong the second half of the season. Yeah, they were they were looking like they were going to finish last in that division, and then Mike Tomlin does what he always does and has a winning season. Yeah. So. Um. <laughs> yeah. Well, I got half of my hot take right. The Jaguars did win the division. I mean, but, I think you deserve a win on this. Yeah. My, I mean, my take was that they would win the division with a losing record, but they did finish nine and eight with you were a one division game win. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, Titans were second, seven and ten, which I had correct, but I had the Colts at eight and nine, and they finished it was only four. Right on one. They finished four, twelve and one, and the Texans I had at three and fourteen, and they they finished three, thirteen and one. So AFC South I kind of nailed. I had the Titans at ten and seven, the Colts at nine and eight, the Texans at three and fourteen, the Jags at three and fourteen. <laughs> The Jags at three and fourteen. Yeah. Oh yeah. boy. So I could not have been more wrong in this one. <laughs> uh, I had Titans finishing first, Colts uh, finishing second, Jaguars third, Texans fourth, and I do remember thinking this division was going to be Titans by a long shot. It also seemed like we both figured that this would be pretty much the weakest division. In yeah. The, in the AFC. Yeah. 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 I thought it was going to be the worst division in the AFC by far, which. Not the worst division in the NFL, though, and we'll no, get to that. it was not. Uh, AFC West, I think we all screwed up on this one. Oh, yeah. I got the bottom two right, and I just flip-flopped one and two, basically. 
I got the bottom two right, but the record's way off. Yeah, I didn't have records, as I said. Um, I've got the Chargers at 12 and 5, Chiefs at 10 and 7, Broncos 10 and 7, Raiders 9 and 8. Yeah, we did not get the, give the Chiefs enough credit. No. I had the Chargers at 13 and 4, Chiefs at 11 and 6, Raiders at 10 and 7, Broncos at 9 and 8. Well, boy, howdy. Uh, I had Chargers one, Chiefs second, Raiders third, Broncos fourth. So we all had the same order. Yep. The actual standings were Chiefs fourteen and three, Chargers ten and seven, Raiders six and eleven, which I don't think anyone thought. No. And Broncos five. I'm and still 12. surprised to hear that six and eleven for that team. Crazy. Uh, NFC East. Um, yeah, I. Uh, I don't know if any of us had the Giants. No. No, I had the Giants finishing record. fourth. Uh, same. Yep. Yeah, me too. I had the Eagles at eleven and six. Cowboys at nine and eight, Commanders at seven and ten, and the Giants at five and twelve. Yeah, yeah. I had Eagles twelve and five, Cowboys eleven and six, Commanders eight and nine, which they pretty much. Were. I was close. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Eight, and then, eight and one at the end of the year. Yeah, and then yeah. Giants four and thirteen, and they made the freaking playoffs. I mean, what were they? Ten six and one. Uh, nine seven and one. Nine seven and one. Okay. Yeah, I had Cowboys first, uh, Eagles second. Washington third, Giants fourth. And I, I do remember saying, I don't know if this was on a podcast or just elsewhere, I thought three teams out of that division could possibly make it because I thought Washington was going to make a push at the end of the year there. They were close. Yeah. They're a quarterback away, I feel. Panicky, yeah, dude. Panicky. Looking and chucking I, them I, tiny I, boys. I am on that high <laughs> train. Um, NFC North division. Yeah, I know. I know. Adolfo and I both had the Vikings winning that division. Not by what they did, though. Not by what they did. Yeah, what no. did you have them at? I had the Vikings at eleven and six. I Packers at ten and seven. Bears at nine and eight, <laughs> and the Lions at seven and ten. I had the Vikings at eleven and six. Packers at nine and eight. Lions at seven and ten, and the Bears at three and fourteen. So with Did I division, nail the Bears? You nailed the Bears. Ah, ah. Three I don't 14. think I've ever been happier to be wrong about a division winner. Uh, I picked the Packers to win at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. And I had Vikings second, Lions third, and then Bears last. The Bears. Yeah, I so Vikings Vikings finished 13-4, and four, Lions 9-8, and eight, Packers 8-9, and nine, Bears 3-14. Fourteen. Uh, moving to the worst division of football. Yes. Uh, I had <clears> Bucks ten and seven, winning the division. Uh, Saints nine and eight, Panthers six and ten, <laughs> Falcons one and sixteen. Jesus. Yep. <laughs> I had Bucks first, uh, Saints second, Panthers third, Falcons fourth. You nailed it. Did I? Look at that. I, I had the Bucks at twelve and five. Oof. Um, Panthers at seven and ten. Oh, seven and ten! You nailed it. The Saints at five and twelve. Okay. The Falcons at five and twelve. All three. Uh, the Buccaneers finished eight and nine, and the Panthers, Saints, and Falcons all finished seven and ten. It's pretty pathetic for a division to have three seven and ten teams, and they were all one game out of the. <laughs> That's why it was the worst division. That is, football. That is, that is um, terrible. While we're on it, real quick, uh, now that uh, Tom Brady is not there. What, like, who, what, 
Who is who, what, what, is, what is that division next year? And uh, who do you uh, think wins absolute it? Absolute hot garbage. <laughs> that that is who, who like comes this out division of it? was bad this year. Th- this this division next year makes me believe that a division winner should not be in the playoffs. Because none I, of those it teams. It should have deserve, been this year too. None of I those would, teams deserve to be in the playoffs. You know I'm a fucking Tom Brady dick sucker, but like I would <laughs> I would have rather had the Lions in the playoffs than the Bucks this yeah. year. Just swap them out. I'm sorry, Fuck them. but like, uh, honestly, it, it all know. depends on the draft and, and there's still a lot of talent in Tampa Bay. I think Bay. it's gonna be a quarterback thing. If they get a quarterback that's like serviceable, they have Tampa talent, Bay, but like, you just gotta get them a put like maybe Carr. Carr. If Carr goes to Tampa Bay, I think they're a winning team. Instantly. I think Carr is going to that division, but not Tampa Bay. I don't think he's going to Tampa Bay either. I haven't seen him link there, but Saints? if he. If he goes to Tampa Bay, they're they're winning. If he goes to the Saints, I can see Andy Dalton staying there and James Winston leaving, and I could see James Winston staying staying inside that division as well. I would not be surprised to see James Winston end up with the Bucks again. Mm. That's gonna be a very uh, interesting and NFL prediction show this could year. Could be a comeback player of the year if he goes to the Bucks. You should just keep. I'm just gonna keep, it I'm gonna keep picking him it. until he wins it. Um, Until he retires. <laughs> Moving on to the <laughs> NFC West. I'm going to pick him again. Uh, NFC West, which for yeah. for me, oh, I, we I was the most off on anything. Uh, like I was so far gone, it was. It's not even funny. The only the only thing I got remotely right was yikes. the uh, division winning record, but not the right team. Yeah, I was pretty <laughs> bad on this one as well. Um, I had the Rams at 13 and four, the Niners at nine and eight. The cards at eight and nine, and the Seahawks at two and fifteen. Yikes! I had the exact same standings. I just yeah. didn't have records. So. I remember us having the same things. I had Rams at thirteen and four, Niners at eleven and six, Cardinals at nine and eight, and boy the, were we wrong. And the Seahawks at zero and seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, the final standings were the Niners ran away with the division, thirteen and four, Seahawks nine and eight, making the playoffs, which. Clearly, no one expected. That's why Geno Smith is your comeback, comeback player, player of the year. Uh, Rams at five and twelve, which like I didn't me- picture that drop off. I mean, and cards at four lot, and thirteen. Lots of injuries. Very interesting. Uh, let's quickly do our playoff predictions because now, oh boy, the Super Bowl is set. Obviously, Chiefs Eagles. I don't remember my playoff predictions, so I'm gonna excuse myself from this conversation. Okay. Uh, AFC Championship, I had Bills Chargers, which neither of that happened. Nope. Do you remember what you had? No. Uh, it looks like I completely skipped that. Cool. And I went straight to <laughs> Super Bowl. Oh, okay. Um, I had Eagles Cowboys in the championship game. Ah. I did not. And then, of course, the Super Bowl matchup. I had Bills Eagles. It is Chiefs, Eagles. I had Bills, Rams. Bills winning. Mm-hmm. Allen, MVP. Yeah, I had Stefan Diggs as the MVP. So who would you take as the, if you were going to put some uh, money, some money monies on the Super Bowl MVP this year? I want to say that the Eagles are going to win. And if the Eagles win, it's going to be Jalen Hurts. Um, I don't think the Eagles have a chance. And here's why. Mm-hmm. 
Think of their path. Yeah. They got the first round by. Then they played the Giants, where the Giants just had a pitiful pitiful performance. And then they played the 49ers next, where they ran running plays for half the game. Because two quarterbacks got injured. So they've had a very, very easy path. And I think they're just not quite ready to face a real threat, healthy team. Well, how healthy is Patty? Apparently, no one has been on the injury report as of today. Well, that's not surprising because he's been practicing ever since the injury, so I'm not too surprised there. Sounds um, like he's about 80, 90%. I find but we also saw what Patrick Mahomes can do with... One very one good angle, very less than eighty percent. Yeah, and I just on in his top three receivers out. That's not named Kelsey. I'm just, I don't know. I've had a high ankle sprain, and I'm not the athlete that Mahomes is, but they suck. So yeah. the fact that he's out there is impressive. I'm just concerned that it's one wrong turn or hit away from him not finishing the game and it being Henny season. I mean, that, that could be for any player, though. That could That's be true. for Hurts as well. That's true. I mean, he is, he's also not playing at 100%. He's at, so. Yeah, something's off with his shoulder yeah. still. He's not. I mean, Chad Henney did play one drive for the uh, Chiefs in the playoffs, and it resulted in a touchdown. A touchdown. What yeah. was it, 97 yard mm-hmm. drive? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm yeah. curious. I, I want to see this defense really go balls to the wall. Yeah. I think it's going to be interesting. I thought it was going to be a lot closer at first, and then upon just thinking about it, I was just like, I don't know. I'm not going to say it's a blowout, but I think the Chiefs are winning by two scores. Okay. I think it's going to be a three-point win. I think it's going to be tight for the Eagles. For fly, Eagle, fly. Yeah. And I'm not even an Eagles fan. Like, that's the worst part. I do want to. I do have a soft spot for Jalen Hurts, like all the shit he went through in Alabama and yeah. stuff like that. Like his story is cool. Yeah. Um, I just. So I think I just want to see. I'm fine if they win. The Eagles I win. I think. I have nothing I think against Patrick Mahomes. Games, to be honest. High scoring. Yeah. I hope not, because I bet the under. What's the under? Fifty-one points. I think it'll be over. Yeah, I predicted like 24-17 or something I can like see that. this being like a 34-31 game. That is more than 51 points. Yes, it's 55 <laughs> to be exact. Or 60, no, that's 65. 65. 65. <laughs> um, interesting. Okay. I think the Chiefs are going to win, by the way. Yeah, we'll have a we'll, – uh, we'll obviously have a, a little Super Bowl uh, recap. Yeah. And then we're going to have to fill our time with something. Uh, a little bit of basketball, a little bit of baseball, a little bit of uh, – I Hockey. would rather drive we, my head through a wall. We are coming up on the talk about NHL baseball. deadline, trade deadline. I mean, so there's you guys that. can talk about it. I'm just going to sit here and poke fun at you guys and say I don't know that guy's name. Yeah. Um, NHL deadline's coming up. I think Bo Horvat was the first domino to fall. Then obviously Tarasenko got traded. I think there's it should well, be a pretty decent I mean, Horvat, deadline. Horvat, the writing was on the wall. Yeah. Like, pa- uh, Patrick Kane yeah, is yeah. apparently pissed that. New York is now off the table. Which is interesting. So that means, one, clearly he wants out. Yep. Well, I think, I don't know if he wants out. I think he said that New York was 
a des destination was, that was on the top of his list hmm. if he had to move on. And now that's completely off the table. So. I mean, you may as well go from playing at the Madhouse at Madison to the Madison. I think you should go at Buffalo. Oh, fuck, that'd be good. Mm. But apparently his hip is, uh, is not the good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Yes. Um, I have a I have a dark horse team that I think he's gonna go to. Who's that? If he gets moved, I think you gotta watch for Carolina voice. You said this. You said C at the beginning. I thought you were gonna say Columbus at first. And I was like, no, absolutely not. He wants to go to a playoff team. Canucks. Uh, Columbus is not a playoff team. Correct. <laughs> They're a Bedard team. Yeah. Um, Bedard. Uh, they, uh, Colum or Carolina just put. Max Pacioretty on LTIR, LTIR which yeah. means they have an extra seven and a half million dollars in cap space. That's a decent chunk of money, folks. That's a decent chunk. Of, I think they're going to be buyers, and I think they, um, if they make the right moves, I think they're, I think they're going to the Stanley Cup. Is what my prediction is right now. And if they add someone like that, even if it's 70% healthy Patrick King with a bad hip. That's... Um, just a quick note on the scoreboard watching as of today, the Arizona Coyotes and the Chicago Blackhawks went to overtime. So what an that exciting is, game. That is good news for Bedard Watch. And the Blackhawks won, did they not? Yeah. Good news for Bedard Watch. Ducks got pummeled, but what can you do? As they... The ducks. Do, the ducks are going to duck. Unless they play Columbus. The ducks liked like the pummeling. I really think Columbus is, is staying at the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> I want... Coming from a Columbus fan... I kind of want them. I've watched almost every game. It's, uh, it's pretty safe to say we're not I kind of want team. them to get Bedard. Yeah. I, almost, I, think getting, I still think Arizona's getting, getting them. Getting I Bedard think. and then having like a fully healthy team... Maybe even getting Alexander Texier back because he's on—he's basically on personal leave. Uh, I don't know if it would necessarily make us a wild card team, but we would at least be in that conversation. I think you just need to fix your goaltending. Uh, I don't think it's necessarily goaltending. I think it's Very primarily good trade for shot suppression. Because elite Zach Renske's not in the lineup. Ah, that's why. That's yes. the whole issue right And there. also, Good Branson is averaging like 20 minutes. He is good night. at the hockey. Nah. Good Branson? Yes. He's the most overpaid $4 million a year player out there. He's good. Branson. I mean, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think, I, think, I think the NHL is a little rigged. And I think Gary Bettman wants Connor Bernard in Arizona. And I still think he's going to Arizona. If he goes to Arizona, then I'm I will I'm, I will buy into that. I'm buying a Kachina jersey. Yeah. I'm buying a Kachina jersey. Um, Bedard on it. I'm almost no, I'm not completely a, like scratch that. Accepting the fact that the <laughs> Vancouver Canucks are not going to get Bedard. No. Nope. But if we can finish in the top five, you guys can actually win games. I kind of want Zach Benson. Yeah, you have a hard on for that guy right I now. I do. I keep seeing highlights for this kid, and I'm just like. You are the most not talked about kid that is talented as fuck right now. Well, so hopefully, uh, what's his name can draft well. Patrick Alvin. I don't know what his draft record's like. Maybe you guys will currently draft, draft another Elias Pettersson. <laughs> currently, he's drafted a second Elias Pettersson. 
and uh, Lecker Amaki, who's had a wild season in Sweden. So. I kind of hope there's an Elias Pedersen goaltender out there somewhere, so you guys can just have just a let us collect them all. and a goalie. Let, let us have them just all. put them out on that power on the yeah. power play unit or something like that. Uh, should we wrap this up and then talk about Last of Us? Sure. Let's do that thing. Sports. Let's do the damn thing. Well, that's it. Sports are fun. Beer's good. We're going to talk about two episodes of The Last of Us. All soon. praise be to the dumbfound. Ho, ho, ho. One cool. yeasty. One entire yeast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we ball.